0: Stand clear. 100% Wild Podcast. So for all you listeners... Hello, and welcome to... Definitely not not your favorite outdoor podcast.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast, powered by DeerCast. You are joined by Matt
0: Drury. And and you're joined by Tim Chelswick, the voice of... Tim, the podcast the voice of illness. Yes, right now I, I cannot distance. I wish this desk was about five feet longer. We we need like a divider here. Yes, yeah. plexiglass. So I was Some out COVID yesterday. Restrictions. I,
1: I don't get sick very often, but when I do, usually it hits me pretty hard. And yesterday, yesterday I was down for the count um, in bed, like pretty much the whole day. That sucks,
0: man. It's nothing worse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, every now and again, it feels like it's nice to be like, Oh, maybe I'd stay home today and just be cozy and watch some TV. But when you're like sick, no, you just, you don't want to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, so we're closing in on the end of the season here, the end of the year. Yeah. And, uh, we only got a couple shows left, uh, until we hit 2024. And I think next week, Uh, you know, a lot of us are kind of in and out. It's the holidays, obviously. So Mm -hmm. we're going to do kind of a best of series, uh, maybe top five, top (laughs) 10 moments. Surprise, surprise. It's going to be short. Yeah. Top 10 moments, maybe from last year. So we're working on that right now. But if you guys have your own top 10 moments, go over to the Rack Pack over on Facebook, Mm -hmm. the Dre Outdoors Rack Pack and leave us a note, and maybe we'll put a post up after this um, sure. for you guys to leave us a note on what your favorite moments were. But we're pulling those right now, some of our favorite moments. And um, we're going to kind of run with a clip show next week while we're out. And um, and then we'll be back at it in the new year.
1: Yeah, I almost forgot to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Like we're <laughs> It's so crazy that we're here at that point again, the turning of another year. The Rack Pack kind of blew up this year. We're at two and a half thousand members. Which Look at is, us.
0: Which is crazy is it though because we have at least you know two and a half thousand listeners a week (laughs) maybe more maybe that's true
1: that's true you know i I always wonder when people join the rack pack do they Listen before and I think most have well when I made that post last week uh invited or uh, welcoming the new members I was like "Well, how many of these people do you think actually listen a lot of them chimed chimed in and said yeah I actually do listen <laughs> don't act surprised Tim. well some people just like <laughs> to join groups I think
0: yeah I yeah. I have noticed that since you had me start approving more of them like there are people that are I saw one guy had like 500 something groups and I thought yeah I would hate that no, yeah <laughs> you I had notifications for all of them and Yeah. I don't want that. (laughs) I I don't like to be in the groups I'm
1: in. And for a while there, and I don't know if you can still do it on Facebook, but you can invite people to join groups. And it seemed like at some point you like you could actually just bring people in and they didn't have to accept the invitation. Cause I'm in some like hillbilly hunting groups that I just don't care to be in. Oh, an elitist.
0: That's right. You're better than everyone. (laughs)
1: I think that goes without saying <laughs> my track record has plenty to prove there.
0: All right. So all that being said, this kind of just, uh, you know, it'll probably be a little bit of a quicker episode and we're just kind of, um, checking in, probably talk a little bit about what's going on here in the last few weeks of the season, what's been yeah, going yeah, on with you, yeah. what's going on with me. And then looking ahead at the last few weeks of the season, um, and, and those of us out grinding, still trying to kill a deer, <laughs> uh, what we can expect maybe.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, I, I don't know. This time of year is always always difficult for me because I don't have very good food sources. I'm kind of hunting natural food sources and um, and then just travel corridors. And we know deer don't do a whole lot of traveling right now. Um, but I did hang a new um, a, a hawk helium set down at the bourbon farm. So this is my last year down there. And it's kind of like a fire sale. Everything must, must go, like no old barn. And uh, so I, I went down there last week and there's, there's this kind of this one intersection of two blocks of timber. And then there's two, like two diagonal blocks of timber. And then there's pasture on the other, on that kind of the opposing diagonal blocks. And it's a great little pinch point. But I've never been able to like figure out how to get a stand back in there. I was like, well, I could probably get some sticks up in this one particular tree, but it's going to require, a, you know, hauling a chainsaw up in the tree with me and cutting some limbs out. So I have some shooting. And I, of all the years I've hunted this farm, I've always kind of thought about doing it, but I've never done it. I was like, well, heck, I mean, I'm not it, I, I got to try. And so um, so I, I cut some I cut some limbs off. I hung a, um, a Deceptor down there with a solar with a solar panel on it and and i like the night of i started getting pictures of a couple shooter bucks coming through like right at last light so um so with a little bit of time off next week i think i'm gonna go and try to try to hunt that a little bit and the tricky thing is i've seen some some shooters come through in the morning and in the evening like there's and they're different deer so uh, getting in there in the morning can be a little bit tough because you have to walk through a pasture to get there so I think I'll just kind of wait and try to hunt it in the evening. Yeah. But this is the this is the time of year where I just have these new big deer show up. They're never on a pattern. They show up maybe one or two days and then I may, may never see them again. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's a tough. Re- a real game of whack-a-mole trying to trying to kill them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's well, for for me, you know, I, I have a few different properties that I'm hunting But late season, I'm down to one basically a a lease. Like the I have three leases, two of which have one has like no deer on it right now, and the other one nothing I would shoot, just kind of young bucks, Mm -hmm. a ton of does, and then um, and then and then my main lease, it's just it's got a ton of food. So the deer sucked in there from every corner. And I, I I was telling dad this morning, I, I bet there's every bit of a hundred deer on the farm right now. And you know, a few 300 acres or so. And, um, it's such a, it's so interesting because from the last couple of years to this year, it's changed. We we've kind of figured out when the time to hunt there is, Mm -hmm. it's not during the rut. It's yeah, it's, 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 early season a little bit especially if you you know we have tons of beans yeah and uh you know we have a hard time getting food plots to grow just no rain but in general early season is not bad and then late late in the year here and um they're just sucked in from every which corner but the tough part is they don't pat it's very hard to pattern Mm. it's a real expansive field and there's no real rhyme or reason of where they're coming out at for the most part. That's I mean, tough, there's a yeah. couple areas that we generally know and we're set up for, but mm. they kind of pour out everywhere on the right nights. And man, the last, you know, week here, we've had a few nights there where we went and hunted a, a couple different spots on the farm. And it's just amazing. You know, you're seeing 20, 30 deer a night pretty easily and a couple good bucks every night. And even last night, you know, we saw two of our shooters the night before that we were hunting a new spot that we have standing beans. We've never hunt. We never have set this part of the farm up before until this year, because there's an easement road and it, there was always a lot of traffic over there. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not, no longer the case this yeah. year. And, um, it's totally changed the dynamic of that side of the farm. And so we sat there, had great sits, saw a couple mature bucks, uh, just not what we were after. Not, not in range anyways. And, um, and so two nights ago when we sat there, we saw all these deer, it finally had a great deer cast, which we haven't had hardly any of in the last two months. Mm -hmm. And it's just been warm. We're just in these weird weather uh, patterns where it's like a, there's kind of not much of a change and the change is what really make deer do something. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of a steady, it's just kind of been a steady, you know, uh, the highs are about the same. the Lows are about the same, you know, pressure is about the same, but when you start getting an influx and, at least pressure, you know, and the moon's turning right here. We're getting uh, the full moons on the 27th, I think. So we're getting into that good moon period Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Boy, things do start to change. And so Monday we had a great and boy, every deer move. Well, of course the other spot that we typically hunt on the farm one of our shooters that we've been after for three years, mm. a six and a half, he moved with plenty of daylight right in front of the blind, you know, shoot probably mm. four 30 in the afternoon, like plenty of light, Ugh. 15 yards from the blind. And then, um, just after light, maybe 30 minutes after legal, uh, a deer that showed up, like I've had a couple deer show up that we didn't really know from years past or there that aren't homeboys mm-hmm. and they're big deer and um and one of them showed up on camera so the first time we saw him was like right around thanksgiving and then maybe a week or 10 days ago showed up you know on, on a different spot on the farm which is where we sat on the deer cast great deer cast night yeah well that same night he showed back up on the other side of the farm. So he's kind of, he's jumping around to Mm -hmm. your point, like no real hard to pattern them. And um, usually this time of year, you think, okay, it's bed to food, food to bed. If you have food and they're a little, they're a little, they get back on a pattern, but on this farm, what I'm saying is they don't, they really have no rhyme or reason. So anyway, so we took a, we took a flyer and last night we sat, where we had the pictures of them the night before mm-hmm. both those deer and sure enough both of them stepped out not within range and you know, the closest uh, one of them got was 50 yards but great footage you know we saw another 30 deer last night we got a lot of winter wheat and so they kind of feed past the beans and feed into the winter wheat and just i mean it's like ants out there mm. so anyways I, I think the real tough part is for everybody is right around christmas time Usually the weather gets good this, this year. I don't think it actually kind of warms up Yeah, a little warm. I don't think that's going to be the case, but the moon's good. And so if you can beg, borrow, or steal your way out of a family obligation for a (laughs) hunt, this week would be the week because I think the next 14 days, it's just kind of blah it's just kind of yeah eh, okay so if you have a chance you got a deer on a pattern like you should probably give it a, you know give it a shot here especially in the evenings you know for the next 5 to 7 days or so and um i think it's going to be your next best chance until the season ends like I think unless we get to extremely cold weather in January, mm-hmm. I think your next your best chance is right now for the next five to seven days because of the moon.
1: Yeah. For those
0: yeah. that believe in that, which I mean, we do.
1: I'm, I'm looking at temperatures for the next 14 days and it's 50s. Yeah. We got a 62 50s and then into the 40s, which is still above average. That's still. Yeah. The, the average is like 39 uh, and we're easily into the 40s. So yeah. that's it's just gonna be tough, and like, and you go out, and and I know at least for my spots, I I will go out as early as I can because I'm going back into the timber, but I know. I'm not going to see a deer until that half hour of last light like it's just so last minute oh, yeah. that, that you catch them and yeah and, and and that that's true for a lot of other places you just don't see a whole lot of midday movement this time of year
0: No I mean this last night they started moving at 4:30 the 4:20 4:30 the last light was 4:40 or uh uh, uh, sunset was 4 45. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the night before when deer cast that great, they start moving at four and that's early the spot we were in that, that's, it was extremely early. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. a good hour and 15 minutes of, of movement. Um, but last night it was a little bit later, but boy, once it started, it was just like the fire Gay hose. Blasters. It just came out from yeah. everywhere. So I think, you know, those are the best two weather days. For the next 14. So I think those are probably gonna be the best <laughs> nights we had. Yeah. Um, the moon, like I said, the moon's I think it's rising at like uh twelve fifty-eight PM today as we're shooting this. So when it rises so early like that and the weather conditions are so bad, you you might get them, they might get up early enough to get onto your food source or in the field before dark. You mm-hmm. know, that's so if you're if you're hunting. You know, timber or, or travel uh, corridors like like you were talking about, you might think about getting in a little earlier during this period because the moon should have, you know, should have them up on their feet a little yeah. bit earlier. Yeah. So just something to think about.
1: Yeah. And it can't hurt anything. Like it's always good to get in way early and let everything kind of calm down from you haven't been in there. Yeah. uh, But man, I've really been watching wind check uh, just to make sure I'm hunting on the right winds. Like we've had some pretty still days, but then I went out on Monday afternoon and it was just like, everything was lining up pretty, pretty well moon phase, moon phase wasn't great, but terrible. It's rising or
0: it was rising early,
1: but it was, but the, the wind was just howling. Yeah. It was weird especially for that time of year, but
0: well, that, that was the good, the great deer cast day that we had the same day. And, Mm -hmm. and I mean, you know, we're sitting in a blind, so I I get It's a lot different when you're, you're kind of out of the condition, so to speak, but man, I will say like those Hawk blinds, the new, those newer Hawk office blinds, they're pretty scent proof. And we've done a cute, a couple alterations to them Mm -hmm. like to Scott's gone in and added some, um, with that gap filler foam? Yeah, foam to the top of the roof there. Mm-hmm. So like any any place where the air could maybe get out, we've sealed it up. But the window, the windows, like we've tightened them. Like when they ship, a lot of times those window locks will get a little bit loose. So we've mm-hmm. tightened all that stuff. But that triple, it's got kind of like a triple seal on the window seal. Okay. And I mean Last night, you know the 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 big deer that came out, he came out directly downwind of us. Never had any issues. Mm. It was fifty yards at the closest. I mean, it. I don't know. I I run. Um, I've been running this little ozone since slammer ozone, and and I don't know that that's how it's intended. It's probably not intended that way, but I. It's handy to bring into the blind. So I just set it on the shelf in the blind, and I've been running ozone, and between that, a little bit of nose jammer on the outside of the blind. Yeah. I mean, like. I've not had knock on wood any issues. Sweet. So it, it helps. It just helps change. Like we had deer all around us the last couple of nights and, and, and how tall is your platform? Those are 10 foot. Okay. So I don't know, like eight, on those super windy nights. It's not, I don't like hunting the wrong wind. Um, but like when it's high pressure and light wind variables, like mm-hmm. almost, I'm not saying like foolproof, but it's, um, it feels like it's almost foolproof.
1: It'd be nice to have the extra layer of defense.
0: Yeah. So now opening a window, shooting one, that's a different story. It, it's really tough to hunt out of those in that regard, mm-hmm. you know, seeing deer. Great. You, it, it puts you in their natural habitat and they have no idea you're anywhere in the world. That's great. Getting a shot on one, it can be tough, man, to get the windows open, get the win- the window, you know, get, get the locks undone, mm-hmm. with the window open. Yeah. And especially with archery in hand, like that's a little tougher. It's a lot of coordination. It is. And,
1: and then just trying to be quiet while you're doing it. Yeah. And so, so
0: that's Crimea River, I know. But nice. uh, that that's where if people hunt like that with blinds, that's where I think it's the hardest for those those that style. Yeah, actually sealing the deal. But even, you know, like the spot we were in, I've been thinking about, we have a tree stand over there. It's on the other side of where these deer are coming out now is for the early season. But I just keep thinking about it. It's like, it just would not be a great tree stand spot. The way that the terrain is, everything, the thermals would all be sucking into where all the deer are mm-hmm. coming out of. Yeah. So it, I would love to hunt a tree stand. I'd love to hunt a little bit closer to where they're coming out, but it's not a smart move. I don't think, I think we'd get busted before the night mm-hmm. ever started, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I always try to weigh that into it. So anyways, hopefully you get uh, some luck next week and get the monkey off your back. And <laughs> I keep seeing guys posting things
1: about finding sheds. I know already. We had one
0: guy in the rack pack that had like four sets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like match sets. Already, but... <laughs> I mean, it's already depressing enough that it's Christmas and I have not killed a mature buck. But then to have guys talking about finding sheds, it's like, oh, that's not, that's not good.
0: I will uh, say. For any of you guys out there giving Tim shit for not killing a deer, Tim hasn't hunted much. Like
1: work here has <laughs> yeah. been
0: really nuts this year, and true. Tim has not had a ton of chances. So I, and, I know I'm not trying to pat you on the back, but uh, it, you haven't had a lot it's of opportunities by this yeah. season. So me, yeah. on the other hand, I've hunted just the same as I always have.
1: <laughs> and you have you have punched a tag. Yeah, I, you know, um, so I there was one year where I killed what I thought was a mega doe and it was right around Christmas. And when I got up to him, he had black spots where his pedicles had shed. I mean, this is years ago. Um, and, uh, I just, you know, you just didn't really expect it at that time. I think it was prior to Christmas. Yeah. Um, but you know, depending on health and nutrition and CWD and like all the other things that deer face, you could you could get some deer dropping.
0: Yeah, yeah. So some guys are saying they're seeing it earlier than ever. But I, it's strange. Like you wouldn't think maybe the drought has something to do with that. I guess. But I always think super cold weather is what makes them drop early. Yeah, a hard
1: a hard early yeah, winter. But I don't know.
0: All right, let's jump into uh, what we got. Wildlife, Wildlife
1: word, word. It's brought to you by DeerCast WinCheck. Pick your late season stands with confidence with the only wind check tool that shows you custom wind animations on your map out to five days. And I think an often overlooked aspect of wind check is that little information button on the screen there that if you tap it, yep, it'll come up and it'll tell you like Mark actually wrote these out. It'll tell you how to hunt that particular wind speed
0: or what how it affects the deer potentially, Mm -hmm. you know, and what you can expect out of it. So that's always uh. Ben looks like he's about to puke. Oh, he's got a cough. Ben, get the hell out of here. Everyone's sick. (laughs) Okay, so white tails typically
1: lose this much of their body weight as they survive the winter months. Is it A, 1 to 2%, B, 60 to 70%, C, 10 to 15%, or D, 50 percent
0: i'm gonna go with c 10 to 15 percent you sir are correct
1: Hmm. 10 to 15 percent of their body weight and uh, and and biologists think that they could if the deer is health healthy enough lose as much as 30 percent and still survive
0: you see we talk about it a lot as we're looking at deer aging mature bucks this time of year it can be tough especially if you have uh, somebody new show up that you don't know of Mm -hmm. it can be tough because a a five-year-old buck can look like a four-year-old this time of year body-wise and so we always say oh is he a rundown five-year-old i think Mm -hmm. he's a rundown five-year-old or he's a you know a four-year-old or whatever but it's they definitely look extremely different their necks are skinny you know just they they look run down. So. Yeah,
1: that, that happened exactly on a uh, on a four. I know he's a four year old. I have pictures of him from th- this past summer, and then then just as of like even in October and November, and I just showed back up a couple days ago, and I thought like as I was looking at the body, I was like, if I didn't know any better, I'd say he's three. Yeah, just because that's that's how run down he is. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's tough. And, and, um, and generally biologists will talk about deer body weight as like a roller coaster ride Mm -hmm. and that they, they, uh, they feed up uh, in the summertime and, uh, and then in early fall, and then they start this, this decline that hopefully is gradual, but for a lot of deer is not just depending on food sources and the difficulty of the winter. Um, And that there's kind of a, a little lull at the end because they're they start they turn over onto like woody brows and mm. so that kind of helps blunt that downhill that downhill turn that they're taking yeah. on body weight loss um but they only can do that once like they can't go through a tough spring they have to get on feed again otherwise they just perish yeah that's why so many deer like even though they may, may not be healthy they make it through a good portion of the winter and you think oh the yeah. toughest part of the winter is over like it should be good now but no, they're still kind of on that downhill trajectory.
0: Yeah. I want to give a shout out real quick to Sean Wiley. He's the one that in the Rack Pack posted the picture of the sheds. It's ah. two, four, six sheds he's got sitting here already for the year. And, Thanks a lot, Sean. Pretty crazy. Um, I'm also going to do an uh, audible here. So I see your shout out, but we had a really good shout out from the um, the Sal podcast that I wanted to... I wanted to read here. Yeah, that was
1: episode 356, if people have not heard that.
0: Yeah, so we have a um, a shout-out from Zach Mortarana, Mortarana, mm. I think. I and he says, he listens to every podcast, enjoys them all, but this one was really great to hear from a life perspective. I was impressed by Sal and his outlook on life and his ability to make a positive impact in just one short hour of the day as I listened on my way home from work. I. I also truly needed to hear this and took several small keys to make a difference in my everyday life that I'm going to try to focus on and work at making myself better. Thanks for doing this one. As soon as I was done listening, I called my brother and told him to listen to felt, I felt refreshed and appreciative, even though I had a rough week, good choice fellas, And thanks Sal for hey. the advice and inspiration. Um, that podcast, it, I, I mean, I get to, chat with Sal here and there, you know, off and on through the year. And, and I always get something out of every conversation oh, like yeah. that with him. So if, uh, if you haven't given it a listen to, I know it's not necessarily a, a totally deer centric episode. We're kind of all over the road. We do tell some deer stories, but I'd give it a, I'd give it a, a watch or a listen. It's pretty good. That's a lot of the feedback I got from my buddies that listen They're
1: like, man, I know that wasn't your typical kind of show, but it was just, it was really motivational just for, cause I, I think all the guys that listen, like we want to be better, Hunters, but we also want to be better guys and husbands and employees, and like you name it. Like, we're all on this march to be better people.
0: Alan's shaking his head. No, Alan's
1: pretty much (laughs) arrived. He's happy with where he is in life.
0: Yeah. So, especially going into this time of year, holidays, uh, a little extra weight, New Year's resolutions. I think um, you might get some value out of that podcast. So, give it a listen if you get a chance. Yeah. Yeah. All All right. So, last but not least, Shout outs. We got some, uh, no, some welcome, some new Rack Pack members. We did have another shout out from. Uh, well, go ahead and read that one too. Our buddy Joe, the Pennsylvania bow hunter.
1: Uh, no, it's Joe Pa. bow hunter. Joe Pa. Maybe he's not from Pennsylvania. Might be a pa. Seems like everyone from Pennsylvania just calls it PA. Saving time. Informational and provide good content reminds me of hunting camp conversations.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. All right. Last, but certainly not least, for real last. Welcome new Rack Pack members over on Facebook, the Jury Outdoors Rack Pack. We got uh, some real names, some fake names. You got to figure out which is which as I butcher them all. Here we all go. right. David Voorhees. Ooh. Scary. Is it Jason Voorhees? Mm-hmm. That's the, yeah. Okay. David is his cousin. I think. <laughs> okay.
1: What a name to have. Man. <laughs> And a guy worked for me one time. His name was Jason Voorhees. No way. Nope. And he was Do like, wear I, a mask know, to work? <laughs> I know. He was a super nice guy. Sure.
0: And uh, <laughs> he did kill a few people. Yeah.
1: But it's he was nice. with a
0: name like that. All right. Allegedly, Tim. Allegedly. All right. Lonnie Collins, Mike McLaren, Ken Dolman, mm. Scott Farkas. Scott Farkas. Mm. The Farkas uh, of Christmas Story? Of the Indiana Farkuses. You know, the Christmas Story, right? The I've Farkas. Heard of it. Isn't that their name? The neighbors, the dogs? No, that's the bumpuses. Damn it. I just made that totally no, up. Scut
1: was the uh was the bully. Oh. Okay. You discovered the fake name.
0: All right. Scut. Was his on the Christmas story? How would I ever put those things together? <laughs> I, the,
1: I don't know how it all worked in oh. your brain. Maybe, maybe for all this. Who knows stuff. how anything works in this
0: thing? <laughs> you should see me decide where to sit at night. All the equations going through. <laughs> yeah. It's like a beautiful mind in here, too. It Tim. was a connection, just not the right connection. All right. I got there. Joshua Perry. Thomas Lester, but Thomas has no H in his name. I've never seen that. All right. Fancy. Andrew Panish? Hmm. Panish? Panic? Eh. Nathan Mobley. All right. <laughs> poor <laughs> poor poor Nathan, Nathan Mobley. By the end of it, We're I'm We're disappointed just you, Nathan. <laughs> Sorry, Nathan. should
1: have had a better name, buddy.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. Well, I think that's enough show for the year.
1: Yeah, yeah. We got stuff to do. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well,
0: hope you guys have enjoyed this one. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. Next one. uh, Yeah. So definitely check in on the Rack Pack and leave us your top 10 favorite moments of the year, top whatever. We'll try to make sure they're incorporated in.
0: All right. Hope you all had a good season. Hope you all had a good year. Hope you all are having a great Christmas break as you listen to this awesome show (laughs) Until next time, peace out. Merry Christmas. DeerCast is now supercharged with maps.
1: Get ahead of your game with killer new features like live Doppler radar, wind checkout to five days, virtual rain gauges, GPS path tracking, and more. Plus, get our 14-day revolutionary DeerCast prediction and access to DeerCast track. Prep, predict, and pursue with DeerCast.